Why don't we begin? This is Fresh Hop Cinema. Hello and welcome once again to an episode of Fresh Hop Cinema, your favorite craft beer and movie podcast. My name is Max Minardi. My name is Johnny Summers and this isn't just your favorite movie podcast. This is your favorite podcast. Sure. Yeah, in general. Period. Uh, we're coming to you a day late, a buck extra, and we are here for a very special episode. Um, if you're a regular listener, you know that last week, maybe you know this, I don't know, I got sick after the show, so we didn't put out an episode yesterday because we didn't record one um, on Alita Battle Angel, which is so funny because we uh, promote it like we were gonna. Well, all this means is people have more time to go see it. Because we will be doing it next week. That, that thing's dropping next week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was also stuck um, in Oregon for a little bit, so we figured once I got back, now we are here, we were hanging out just to... <laughs> you were just stuck, like it wasn't your choice to <laughs> just, be there. I you woke just, up. I you're like, there. ah, I'm in Oregon, I'm stuck. <laughs> no, I took a weekend trip to Oregon, it was planned P- PTO, planned time off. Yes. Um, that's what that means <laughs> for working people, right? Planned time off. Uh, you're the only one listening that doesn't have to plan their PTO <laughs> six months out. <laughs> um, anyways... Didn't have a normal episode, but Johnny and I got together today to uh, talk about life and see where we're at with the show and normal stuff. And we figured we would just do a quick Oscar recap anyways, because the Oscars were uh, two days ago on Sunday, the 24th of February, 2019. We all know that you're dying to hear what we had to say about that. Yeah. Um, you're dying. I was going to say, so the other thing is like, we've done, we made a point this year to have covered a lot of these movies, Yeah, whether in their own episode or in, in like a flick pick segment. So um, if you hear some of our brief takes today and you're like, man, I wonder what, what those people thought of this in a larger capacity, go find the episode. It's mm-hmm. probably there. Yeah. With the exception of Mary Poppins returns. Never, never. Um, <laughs> Before so, we jump into the yeah, Oscars yeah. and our take on it, Max is going to tell you what beer we're drinking. Sure. Um, so while in Oregon, I yeah. found a treasure trove of a little lovely place called the market of choice. It's in Ashland. Um, and I saw this most amazing beer selection. If you're on Instagram following us, you've maybe seen it. Um, what he's cracking is not what I'm about to say. I'm drinking um, something else. So I, first and foremost, this dude, Andy was the beer, uh, buyer. Is that what you call people of that persuasion? Beer yeah. buyers. Mm-hmm. Um, or beer manager. Yeah. Responsible like for their amazing selection. He had so much good feedback to give me and I bought a bunch of beers. I went back the next day and then I saw this cool can that I saw the day before. Um, it's got like this kind of watery, colory, drippy paint look to it. Um, and it's called foreign object or I haven't done my research at all. This either. beer is definitely a foreign object Sorry, in my body. Yeah. No, the, the brewery is foreign object. Um, the Get beer it itself out. is called the hanging garden. Um, mm. they, they specifically call it an ale with hops. Um, that's just pretentious. Yeah. Just call it an Yeah. You know, man. With hops. um, but I'm going to read it real quick and it says like creatures kissing in the rain, like catching halos on the moon. Okay. A little, all right. This new American hoppy ale will give your hands the shape of angels and leave you with aromatic dreams of grapefruit resin, soft melon, mythical plants of rare field and incomparable beauty, and the perfumed passions lurking in the sultry darkness of the gardens at night. Shapeless in the dark. Cover your face, drink deeply, falling forever into a dream. Did you just, like, recite a sonnet? (laughs) Something like that, man. Uh, So this is a brewery out of Pottstown, Pennsylvania. Um, And this beer had all of the promisings to to be very, very good. Um, they even say in their little slogan here that double dry hopping is their norm. Drink now. This is a 7% ale. Um, so when they say drink now, 
<laughs> let's talk about what that means. Let's let's dig into the the etymology of that phrase a little. And, yes. Uh, yes. What would you guess the drink now range of possibility would be for this beer? Well, I would default to my normal school of thought for IPAs, which is like three to four months at most, six months, don't touch it. When was this beer canned? So this beer in particular was canned on July 2nd of 2018. So we're looking at about eight months on this. Yeah, that's a long um, And I will say that by my taste buds judgment, this shows quite a bit. It's a very intensely uh, bitter and kind of malty uh, sweet beer. You made a really funny face when you sipped it. I did during the intro music. Uh, I was, uh, my whole face was kind of black holing into itself. You almost disappeared. Also, it's worth pointing out that like our glasses look very different because there's a whole bunch of uh, sediment at the bottom of mine. Yours looks but. like what happens when the male salmon swims over the female salmon's eggs. I don't, he, I don't fish, so. So what happens is so. that's how fish have babies. Oh, really? They look like crop dust? Yeah. The female will squirt the eggs on the bottom of a river, that's... and the male will swim above and spray, for real? and spray his seed, and that's called wow. spawning, and that's how salmon reproduce, and that looks like what happened in your glass. Yeah, I've never seen that, but based on your description, yeah, that's that's what that looks like. Yeah, it's the craziest thing. So anyways, if you guys get your hands on the hanging garden from Foreign Object, um, <laughs> maybe, you know, check check the date. Yeah. It's probably a decent beer when it's fresh. Should we shout out the place that you bought it? I already did, so... Uh, the, what would you call it? The market of choice. Again, okay. really, really good beer selection. I focused mostly when I bought beers for this podcast, which we're going to be drinking over the next uh, probably a few weeks at least. Yeah. Um, a lot of stouts, mm-hmm. uh, which are great when they're older. So, Well, and that's a beer you don't have to worry about as much. Yeah. You know, you can just grab one. Mm-hmm. And as long as it's been stored relatively properly, you're good. Yeah. Uh, so shout out to Andy up there in Oregon, you know, keep an eye on your Again, dates. Andy, yeah, watch your dates. He did not suggest this beer to me. So okay. Oh, well, that's half. a great caveat to mention. Well, I said that too, I think, kind of. I briefly. don't listen when you speak. I just saw the um, can. If you keep selling out of code beer, I'm going to take my Andy from SNS sure. Produce up there. We're going to have Andy fight to the death. It's also worth pointing out, if you haven't heard the show, Johnny used to be in the beer distro game. Uh, still still am, but maybe more so for like a wider scope of breweries. Yeah. Um, so a little bit of skin in the game there. So watch it back. That's right. You're fine. Don't uh, you're fine. There's no threats here. I got my own Andy, <laughs> and he's a pacifist, and I don't think he'll fight you. But we, we might play chess about it or something. Yeah, you know, like gentlemen's drink, so, drink some so. old ass IPAs and discuss it. Yeah, yeah, that's classy. And our smoking jackets. Yes. Yeah, I want a smoking jacket. What is that? It's just like a jacket you're smoking, right? It's like a particular. There, I don't know exactly, but I know them when I see them, and I like them when I see them, and I yeah. want to wear one. <clears throat> All right, diving right in. So, to the Oscars. We're, we're going from... Should we rate this beer, though? No. Let's rate it. Do you Why want not? To? It's the show. It's Mr. Right. We're all about right. forming. Right. Right. Rate your salmon spawn, like, just... Ugh. It's... Mm, I was gonna say, it's not that bad. Um, <laughs> it is that bad. Yeah. Um. This is not good. Mm-mm. I'm going to drink it, so it's not a one. It's a two. Okay. I'm going to drink it because I feel like I've missed you a little bit, missed the show. I have two, but I got another beer. That's smart of you. If this beer is so good, I'm going to drink a Trumer. All right, fair enough. Well, what are you going to give it? Uh, it's a, like a 0.5 because if I was a desperate man that needed alcohol, this would put alcohol in my body. You'd drink this if you really, really needed to be like, usually, man. If what? it was like 105 degrees outside and I'm just crawled out of the middle of the desert, mm-hmm. I would still drink this. Okay. So but that's. As long as there were no camels around, you can't really that would rate piss a, in my mouth. Sure. You can't really rate a beer as zero. 
I feel like point effecti- five, I effectively bro? think like point five is a zero, like the worst beer ever made. Well, then why is it half a point better than zero? You're right. I don't know. I guess that it would be a zero or like a point zero. Are you a mathematician now, Max? I know a lot, man. All right. It's a point seven five. Are you happy? Yes. I don't know why. So it's the Academy Awards. We're going to build our way up from uh, some of the less um, clamored about categories and work our way up to best picture. Yeah, we're uh, just going to scroll through some stuff. And yeah, get wild. with some thumb, 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 thumb thoughts in between. Some thought? Um, do you, I don't know, man, do you want to like take turns going through this? I definitely want to hit documentary. Well, let's start there. The winner so. is Free Solo about that crazy dude that climbs El Capitan with yeah. no ropes. Have you and seen it? I haven't seen it. Um, we yeah, need he, to watch it. He climbed uh, El Capitan in Yosemite and did it without, without ropes. Yeah. So I've heard cool. it's an amazing documentary. I have too. It's on a few streaming services. I'm just waiting for it to be on one of them that I don't have to pay for. Sure. So, um, the other nominees were RGB of fathers and sons, mining the gap and Hale County this morning, this evening, uh, mining the gap being my second favorite movie of the year. So I was really bummed. That's that that crazy. It that, was a fantastic movie. That's your second favorite movie of the year? Yeah, you have you compiled it. your... It's, it's out. Yeah, it's out there on my uh, whiteboard. You should oh, check it out. Oh, shit. Okay. I don't know why I'm displaying it. Like it's a like a, like a, like a degree or something. Like my top, it's like written it's like with your, a dry erase like certificate <laughs> of authenticity. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Uh, but Did no, you ever I, notice that? My What? In the office. Michael Scott, instead of a degree behind him, he has a framed oh, certificate of yeah, authenticity. Yes. Yes. It's so good. So, did you see any of the other ones besides Minding the Gap? You know, I don't think that I did. Um, I didn't either. I really, Hale County was on my radar, and obviously RGB was too, especially after we reviewed on the basis of sex. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know of Fathers and Sons. Okay. So, unless. I heard of Fathers and Sons is about like ISIS. Okay, never mind. What was the movie we almost saw with that Peter Jackson did? ISIS. No, the army movie. Oh, uh, was it that? Uh, like, no, you shall not perish or oh, yeah, they something. Shall, yeah, yeah. They shall not. Something um, like that. They go to New Zealand. They shall not grow, grow old. old. Is that it? Yeah. Look at the autofill. It pulled it up with the IMDb and the date. Okay. So that's not what I was thinking of. They shall. Yeah. They shall not grow old. Okay. So not that. No. Um, let's move into, because you wanted to mention this, best makeup and hairstyling. Yeah. That only one, uh, Vice won. Yeah. Only one because uh, Christian Bale wore fat suit prosthetics. Which for him is sort of strange. Yeah. He should have just got just fat. Just fat. Where's the commitment? I am sort of. So the other two nominees were Border, Mary Queen of Scots. And I will say Mary Queen of Scots hair design, my lord. And more makeup. That's true. Yeah, but like the hair was so tall in that. It was yeah, it was wild. cool. I would have picked Mary Queen of Scots. I would have too, but I didn't see Vice. So the next one is actually a groundbreaking award because it was the very first Marvel film to win an Academy Award. Yeah. And that is for costume design. Mm-hmm. Uh, nominees included Mary Queen of Scots, obviously, Mary Poppins Returns, The Favorite, Ballad of Buster Scruggs, and Black Panther. Yeah. So that's pretty dope. Black Panther won. It was mm-hmm. the very first Marvel superhero Academy Award ever. They actually won a few. We'll get to them. But that's pretty exciting. Yeah, I think one of my biggest um, points of praise for Black Panther was the world building aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like seeing this brand new place of Wakanda rather than seeing like New York destroyed by aliens a yeah. thousandth time um, was awesome. I think a huge part of that was the costume design. They they did a really good job like making it its own thing with derivations of like real African culture and totally uh, the soundtrack played no small part in that. And uh, in the same thread of design, uh, Black Panther also won best production design. Yeah. Yep. Which um, I don't know what the difference is. Uh, production design that has to be like sets and uh, yeah, like that's exactly. more going yep. towards what you just said. Mm-hmm. So obviously Indeed. the Academy agreed. Yeah. So uh, best cinematography is another one that was, um, we're starting to get into kind of the territory of movies that were um, blanketed into like lots of different categories that similar movies. Did you, 
Have you gone over these results at all for this year's Academy Awards? You mean like have it like like do you know yeah. who won everything? Yes. Do you think I feel like that they spread out the awards pretty evenly? Like every movie that was nominated for an Academy Award won or for Best Picture won an Academy Award. Like oh, they yeah, were really spread out. Like um, they they spread the love around. Like if Beale Street Could Talk was actually nominated for an award and it won it. Yes. For adapted screenplay or original screenplay? Uh Original, I'm okay. sure. I think, but I feel like the, the the awards were very spread out. Like Roma won a couple, and the mm-hmm. one it's supposed to, you know what I mean. But it didn't win Best Picture, but it won the ones that it should have won. You know, like it was almost like some of the Oscars were like consolation prizes, almost. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Uh, not t- to a T, but uh, I want to touch on that when we get into like the Best Picture territory. Mm-hmm. Um, because I like I feel like almost some of these, not like they were hush hush awards, but like. Oh look, you may not have won Best Picture or Best Actor, but like we gave you a thing. Yeah, here's, so shut here's up and an be happy about it. Now, did the director do the cinematography for Roma? Um, no, I believe uh, that was something else. So yeah, uh, Roma won Best Cinematography. It was up against Cold War, The Favorite, yeah, Never Look Away, and A Star Is Born. I thought the director did the cinematography. You might be right. Was um, his name Yorgos? His name was Alfonso Cuarón. You're thinking of The Favorite? Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So that's dope. He directed and did the cinematography and he won for cinematography. Yeah. That's super dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the, the film Roma, again, if you haven't seen it, it's on Netflix. Um, it's a very, uh, not traditional, like America Academy award film. So mm-hmm. it was really cool to see that people at least acknowledged it. Totally. And it was um, a Netflix movie. So that's dope. Yeah. I think, it, I don't know that it was a Netflix original. No, it was just released by Netflix. Yeah, okay. Right. Um, it did have a small run in theaters, but yeah. but it, it was very, very small. Yeah. So let's move on. We're not going to spend too much time on all sure. these because we just ramble for hours. You've heard us. You know. Yeah. You know the deal. Yeah. Sound mixing. Um, yes. This felt like a cop out. Like a little bit, right? Yeah. Uh, nominees for best sound mixing, A Star is Born, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, Black Panther, First Man, and Roma. And the winner was Bohemian Rhapsody. So look, there's, there's clearly... It's cool. It's very cool watching Queen songs unfold in front of you on a screen. That's very cool. Nobody's denying that. I don't think, I, I mean, like there's some cool segments in there too, but like you take a movie like Roma or even a star is born, which I was like now looking back kind of lukewarm on. Um, but like Roma is, it's an immersive soundscape of a movie. And, mm-hmm. and Bohemian Rhapsody, I think has like a lot of um, like if, if Roma is like a soft violin, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody is like a trumpet trio, just like blaring super mm-hmm. loud. Like, it seemed too easy for me. Yeah. That, that one kind of bothered me. Uh, you know, there was an interesting take on the episode of Pop Culture Happy Hour where they reviewed the Oscars. Uh, they were saying that because the director got fired or whatever, oh, yeah. like halfway through this, that like it really fell to the sound editor to give this film direction and kind of tie all the pieces together. And I will say it kind of is okay with me that this award was given to this movie because um, there was such a mix of, they actually used some of Rami Malek's voice. They used uh, a famous Freddie Mercury impersonator. And I think they used some of Freddie Mercury's tracks, like actual recordings. I remember you saying that. And they had to like mix them all together. And, um, you know, I can see why this, this movie won this award. And it was like, definitely it was the easiest choice to make, but also Mm -hmm. maybe, that was the most um, extravagant representation of sound editing. Yeah, that, yeah in those totally. movies, like this movie maybe took work to edit. You know what I mean? 
I don't know. Yeah, fair I don't enough. know a lot about sound editing. I mean, there's like a lot of those montages too where you have like the actual songs being recorded. Mm-hmm. And that hits like a very strong nostalgia nerve, I would assume. Um, so the fact that it comes together like it does, and the, I think those scenes were some of the strongest parts of that movie. Um, like when they're out in that barn recording A Night at the Opera, like very, very compelling. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. I don't have too much to say, I suppose. All right. Um, though I do think there was something I read, and I was trying to find it just now. Um, the the director, I think it was Brian Singer. Yeah. Um, so originally got fired because of like sexual harassment allegations. He, yeah, or he something. got me too'd. Yeah. Um, so, and they like especially made a point of even at the ceremony not talking about him too much. Yeah. Uh, nobody which, thanked him. Yeah. Which is, I mean, they won the, the movie won four Oscars and nobody, nobody mentioned, mentioned it. Seems fair. This movie didn't have a director. Right. Uh, but this ceremony doesn't have a host. So, in not too surprising of an outcome, Bohemian Rhapsody also won best sound mixing. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know really like what is the, dif- I mean, I know there's a difference obviously. Like well, one the, is- the mixing is the guy behind the board with the levels. Right. I don't know. Is that a thing that's I, important? I mean, like look at the overlap in the, in the nominees. Like you have in both categories, Bohemian Rhapsody, Black Panther, First Man, Roma. The only difference is that A Quiet Place was included in editing. Yeah. Is that the only nomination A Quiet Place had? <clears throat> yes. Makes sense. I wish they would have won. That was, uh, you know. That'd have been cool. One of the more kind of inventive horror movies. Again, go back and listen to our episode. Mm-hmm. There are some problems. Yep. But, um, but yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody won for best sound mixing yeah. as well. So moving on to best foreign language film. The nominees were Capernaum, Cold War, Never Look Away, Shoplifters, and Roma. Mm-hmm. Did and you see any of these other ones? I saw none of the other ones. Yeah, I wanted to see Shoplifters when it was at the pageant, but I didn't, uh, yeah. didn't have a chance. And Capernaum looked crazy but yeah. also like super sad yes sure so i eventually will probably see all of these because they looked really good like all of these movies looked amazing i mean we had movies coming out of mexico lebanon poland germany and japan like that's a yeah. great smattering of foreign films yeah You're getting every part of the world so i can't really weigh in but being that roma is the only one that i've seen it was a fantastic movie i'm glad it won i was very happy it won i feel like that is as good as winning best picture for that movie yeah m- I mean, that's, yeah, it's kind of like, I don't know, for me, it feels like, like, the, yeah, the almost American award. Mm-hmm. Like, you could win our top award, but we'll just give you the award for what you are. Yeah. We'll give you the award for being the house cleaner. Like, you're cleaning up our, our Oscar house. You well, can have this dusty old, it's not. It's you a get, like, the diet award. award. Like, kind of. I still think, we'll, whatever, we'll get there when we well, get there. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> There's, like, a delineation. You're good enough to win Best Foreign Film but not Best Picture, but will nominate you for Best Picture. Right, and if it wasn't for the film that did win Best Picture, I would be okay. Like, if, if a different film, almost any other movie had won. <laughs> but I think Roma's better than what did win. So sure. what is happening? And I don't entirely disagree with you. Yeah, so, okay, fair enough. But anyways, really proud of Roma. I love that movie. Uh, it was really cool to see it win Best Foreign Language Film. Totally. Um, moving right along into Best Film Editing, I think there are some good contenders here. Vice, which we didn't see. Green Book. Um, the favorite black Klansman and the winner Bohemian Rhapsody. Nobody cares about editing. Bohemian Rhapsody was a well, easy well, pick. I, I'll back you back you down on that one. How about I raise you like um, an Edgar Wright movie? Sure, Take Baby Driver. 
yeah. key editing stuff. Like sure. Editing can make or break a movie a lot of the time. Fight Club. Was um, it was it vital to any of these movies besides Bohemian Rhapsody? I would say I mean maybe Black Klansman. Yes, maybe Black Klansman. Um other three? No. 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 Well, I didn't see again, didn't see Vice, but certainly not Green Book. Uh there were some really cool moments in the favorite, which I don't think you saw still. Mm-hmm. Okay. There were some very cool edits in the favorite. Um, but certainly not on par with Black Klansman or Bohemian Rhapsody. I think Bohemian Rhapsody winning on that is fine. That's fine. Yeah. I really didn't care about that movie. So Yeah. It's whatever. It's fun to watch. It's you know, I want to talk about a movie I did care about. But before you get to that, let's do Ralph Breaks the Internet, Mirai, Isle of Dogs, Incredibles 2, uh, all up for best animated feature film, but did not win the one that did win. The toppling Goliath that is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. What a good movie. It was so good. I was going to be pissed. We were driving through the snow, um, and Brian was re- Brian Massa, who I went to Oregon with. If you whatever, I know him. I know you know, in case people here don't know. Um he was like reading me the results as it was coming in. Like, Oh, and then I was trying to guess. And definitely I'm glad that into the spider verse one for best animated feature film, because yes. Yeah. Although Isle of dogs, I wouldn't have been mad about. Exactly. Very respectfully done movie. Or yeah. I have a lot of respect for the way it was done. Totally. But also Spider-Man into the spider verse was maybe the dopest Marvel movie of all time. Yeah. I can't think of like a problem with that movie. I can think of some problems with the Isle of Dogs movie, but mm-hmm. not, no, Spider-Man's so good. I mean, Spider-Man's my top, maybe top movie or number two movie of the year for last oh, year. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I okay. love that movie. All it's, right. You know, it's, it's way up there. Yeah. It's fair. that. And, uh, you know, white boy, Rick, it's, you it's, loved white boy. Oh, Rick. I'm all about it. <laughs> Dope thing. I wanted to mention about, uh, Spider-Man is that the people that like invented or copyrighted, whatever the animation oh, style yeah, and yeah, technique they this. used. Yeah. Uh, I sent you an article about it. They actually it. put yeah. it in all the the techniques and um, software and stuff they used. They put it into the public domain. So, so anybody cool. that wants to make movies can use the same technology that they did. And that is the homiest of homie moves like ever. Yeah. Like if you heard this movie or heard about this movie when it came out, it was like the animation is so unique and it's groundbreaking. And there's so many different styles of animation. And they were just like, yeah, here, here you go. You do it now. So cool. Mm-hmm. Not about the tools, but how you use them. Yeah, so I'm stoked. I want to buy that. We should do that thing where we split it, and I get Super the blue right. All right. Yep. So we're going to go back up. We're going to keep going. Uh, we are at best animated short Do you want to talk about that one? Well, I didn't see any of them. You didn't see Bao? No. That was very That's good. what I mean when I said any of them. Um, that means even the one that you sure. saw. So um, do you want to talk about Bao? Just really quickly. Uh, nominations for best short film, animated short film, were Weekends, One Small Step, Late Afternoon, Animal Behavior, and Bao. Where did you see Bao? So Bao was being played before, um, for like a month or two, was being played before. Was that the one that played before um, the Frozen Christmas movie? No. Okay. But that's like another thing. I think that was, so I think Bao was before like Incredibles 2 maybe. Okay. Um, But it was one of those things where you didn't know you were going to see something like a short. Like sometimes Disney will do that. They'll put in like a little seven minute movie. And Bao is so, it's so sweet. Um it's like a really nice emotional um, just feeling thing. It's, it's lovely. If you haven't seen bow and you can, I bet you it's on the internet somewhere. Go watch right. BAO bow. Like bow buns. Yeah, exactly. It's, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, it was very good. Okay. You should go watch it. Well, it won. So right. <laughs> uh, Visual effects. Do we care? Yeah. I think that's worth pointing out. Um, You're going to say that about all of them. We just skipped one. Um, then nobody, if you know which one we just skipped right in, um, but I think I think visual effects in a, in a year of Ready Player One and Infinity War and another Star Wars movie uh, is worth pointing out, or even Christopher Robin, which I didn't see. But that little bear doesn't animate himself. That's um, right. The winner was First Man, which we didn't see. Um, so 
I don't know. Sure. Space movies are cool. Yeah. When, when you get to see a rocket ship taking off visual effects, very fun. Yeah. Right. Sure. Okay. Let's get into the meat and potatoes here. Yep. Um, we're, we're going through, I guess, best original screenplay. We had nominations with vice, uh, with Adam McKay, Roma, Alfonso Coran first reformed, which is surprisingly not mentioned very much in this, uh, Oscars this year, uh, for all the hype that it had. Yeah, Ethan like. Hawke. A lot of people think he got snubbed. Yes. Uh, the favorite and, and green book, which, uh, <clears throat> which one? Yeah, that's right. So, so again, not going to rehash all of our feelings, but Green Book was adapted from a book written by the son of the character that Viggo Mortensen portrays. Um, there are a lot of problems with the way they portrayed Mahershala Ali's character, Doc Shirley. Uh, namely, a lot of it was not true. Um, and it's a problematic story in general, if you ask me. Um, and like, I don't know. There's something about like these other movies. I again, haven't seen vice, but I've seen the others and I feel like all of them are better than, than this. So I'm, I don't know. I don't think I have anything to say. I just wanted to give it an intro and I started talking. All right. Sorry. <laughs> we all know that I liked green book. Yeah. So sure. uh, you want to hit the next one? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the winner for best adapted screenplay was black Klansman. And I'm super stoked because this is Spike Lee's first competitive Oscar. Yes. He's been given like an honorary Oscar, but this is his very first in competition where he had a movie Academy Award. And that's dope. Yeah. And the other the other ones in the running there were The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, which was originally just released to Netflix. I believe it's only there, but that was the Coen brothers. Mm -hmm. um, Can You Ever Forgive Me with Melissa McCarthy. Um, if Beale Street Could Talk, that was a Barry Jenkins film and A Star is Born. Um, so like a pretty pretty decent lineup there of, mm -hmm. of movies. I didn't see Can You Ever Forgive Me, but um, I think Spike Lee earned that one. At least Black, I'm glad Black Klansman won something. Everyone's saying that it's um, kind of like a career achievement award for Spike Lee, too. Sure. Which, that's okay. Like, yeah. his career is worthy of it. Yeah, so. definitely. Yeah. Um, getting into best original score, we had Mary Poppins Returns, Isle of Dogs, If Beale Street Could Talk, which would have had my vote, uh, Black Klansman, and Black Panther. Yeah, I don't recall, like, the score of uh, the Black Panther being, like, memorable right like but i remember the score of if beale street could talk it sucked you in it's so good um so. So, so in case somebody's like wondering if we're talking about the kendrick lamar soundtrack we are not the score itself was written by ludwig Gorenson. um and yes yeah, so i i remember i remember i remember some of the kendrick lamar stuff from that movie obviously mm -hmm. it's a very uh famous soundtrack at this point yeah um but yeah i couldn't pick out like if you played it for me now i wouldn't know the score from black panther so, all right, whatever. That's yeah, fine. I still exactly. think, yeah, Nicholas Patel's version or score for Beale Street should have won. I agree. So, best original song. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't think this is a great mystery to anyone probably not. about anything. This is probably the most shoe-in of shoe-ins for yeah. this whole list. Yeah. So, do you want to read the nominees? Sure. And can you recall any of them? Actually, I can. Oh, because uh, you hated Mary Poppins. I hated Mary Poppins. I do remember that song. Um, but there was a really charming, cute, like throwaway song, which clearly was not that throwaway in the Ballad of Buster Scruggs, uh, when a cowboy trades his spurs for wings. Mm. It's this wonderful little ditty in the beginning of the, in the movie, in the first, uh, the first story that was very good. Um, I don't know that it should have won, but I uh, didn't see RBG, so I don't know. I'll fight. Um, and all the stars from Black Panther, I also can't recall. Mm -hmm. So the winner was Shallow uh, from A Star is Born. Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. And Bradley Cooper. Yeah. So I told Brian when I heard this, I was like, I can't 
figure out if I'm more mad that this song won or if it's stuck it if I'm more mad that it's stuck in my head again for like another three weeks. Yeah. Cause it's got that appeal to it. Like I was singing it for like three days straight. Mm-hmm. So it's fine. I guess I can't really be mad at it. Yeah. It's yeah. It's a good song. Yeah. It's pretty uh, captivating. It is. And I, I, my biggest problem with that song is the arrangement that it's, that's like given in the movie, like the big sort of stadium rock song that it is. Mm. I think it'd be much better stripped down, but that's personal. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. Before we get into supporting actors and actresses and uh, best actors and stuff, do you want to take a quick break? Uh, maybe refuel on a uh, different beer uh, and come back and hit those babies? Sure. Be right back. Hey, man, I just went out and had amazing beers and a giant bowl full of sweet potato fries, and it was the best experience ever. Do you know where I went? Well, it sounds a lot like my experience. I was there uh, last weekend, and I believe you're talking about the handlebar. Hell yeah, I'm talking about the handlebar. Yes, I just had a great chicken sandwich there. Those sweet potato fries, bro. I don't like sweet potato fries, but that's that's a personal <sighs> thing. I have tried them, and they're the best sweet potato fries I've had. These ones are waffle cut. The main thing about the handlebar is they have a happy hour seven days a week from 2 to 6 p.m. where you get a dollar off all of their draft beers. Again, handlebar seven days a week, dollar off. Why would you not do that? They're here in Chico at 2070 East 20th Street. So go check them out. Awesome beer, awesome food, awesome people, awesome local business. You'll be awesome if you go. Try the sweet potato fries. And we're back. Hey, let's uh, let's finish this baby up. We are into best supporting actor. Uh, nominees included Sam Rockwell for Vice. Didn't see it again. I'm not going to say it anymore. We have not seen Vice. Uh, Richard E. Grant, Can You Ever Forgive Me? Sam Elliott, A Star Is Born. Adam Driver, Black Klansman. Mahershala Ali, Green Book. Who won, Johnny? Have you seen Vice? Nope. Okay. No. Just wanted to be okay. sure. Nope. Haven't. Nope. The winner. Wait, have you seen Vice? <laughs> yeah, I did. Actually. No, you didn't no. see Vice. Uh, was Mahershala Ali for Green Book. We have complicated thoughts on this. Whoop, whoop. Um, I think... Did a good job for what he was given. I think he was not given the right material or historically honest material. I think Mahershala Ali is amazeballs. Have you started watching the new True Detective? Not yet. I cannot wait. Yep. It's on my list. Yeah. Cannot wait. I have to finish the the thing that I started called Russian Doll. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have to finish that, and I somehow have to stop watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Did I get you on that? A lot of people did. Yeah, same with me. I can't remember. Like, yeah, I, feel I like think you mentioned Ra- me. I think Raleigh reached out, like specifically. Yeah, sure. It might have been um, not Raleigh, but that other guy. Sure, just people. We, I feel like we could do this because I, I know for sure people on Patreon have been like, "You got to listen to Brooklyn Nine Nine." Yeah, no, it was either Raleigh or Trevor. Okay, sure. I think maybe it was both of them. Maybe I, they secretly both have the same favorite right. show, or they like trading off like different. Uh, like social media is like, just yeah. sign it with a different name. Right. Sign it with your left hand. It um, won't count. Yeah. But anyways, yes. I think he's amazeballs. And have you started the third season? Yeah. So I watched episode one of true detective season three with Mahershala Ali. Um, and there's other people probably, but he's I can only think of him in everything. Who's that? Mahershala he's in, Ali? he's in Alita. Is he really? He's in everything. Oh, is he a bad guy in that? May you have to see why you assume that. Yeah. Well, because I feel like I've seen previews. He's also a bad guy in Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I remember seeing the preview for Alita Battle Angel. And I was like, this seems a lot like the character from Luke Cage. <laughs> uh, but I don't really know. That's all right. Luke Cage got canceled. They had to do something with that script. Is that right? All the Marvel shows oh, on Netflix are canceled now. That's a bummer. That was a good one. Yeah. All right. Best Supporting Actress. We get into Rachel Vice for The Favorite, Emma Stone for The Favorite, Marina de Tavira in Roma. Amy Adams and Vice, which, by the way, we have not seen. And the winner, Regina King, for If Beale Street Could Talk. Which we did see, and we, we both did see. were quite fond of. Yeah, I think that's probably fair. Um, Emma Stone did a really good job in The Favorite. Um, 
But I feel like she's been on the rise lately. She's going to have a lot more opportunity. Was Marina de Tavira the mom? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not mad at her not winning that. That's yeah, fine. She did a yeah. good job. Uh, but I don't know. I'm stoked Regina King won. She was amazing. She was, yeah, in that so movie. good. She had like the that whole tangent of like in going out of the country, which mm-hmm. I thought was sort of her strongest stuff. Yep. So we have yes three, four left. Four oh, God. left. There's only uh, four left. The the big four, as the as we call it in the industry, the four horse people, the four horsemen of is that is it four horsemen of the apocalypse? No, it's four horse people because we don't assume their gender. Sure, that's it. Oh, and we are going to an actress, you're right. But before that, best actor. The nominees included Viggo Mortensen, Green Book, Willem Dafoe at Eternity's Gate, Bradley Cooper, A Star is Born, Christian Bale, Vice. Which we haven't seen. Which we have not seen. <laughs> Rami Malek, Bohemian Rhapsody. Any guesses who the winner was? Yeah, if you're thinking it was Rami Malek, you are correct for a very okay performance in a very flawed movie. I thought, yeah, I thought his performance was very good for, like, similarly that I feel, I feel similar to him as I do to Mahershala Ali, like... He learned, job. he learned how to writhe and lip sync. His supporting actor should have been his extra teeth. Um, mm-hmm. But shy of that, I think it was a pretty good performance. And he they had a very nice charm to him. But he has that in all of his... I think it's just something about Rami Malek is like really inviting to me. Okay. Best actress. Yes. This is where we get into some some different territory here that I feel like... Uh, like the best actor and actress, I feel like were pretty pretty on point. You had Melissa McCarthy for Can You Ever Forgive Me, Lady Gaga, Stars Born, Glenn Close for The Wife, Yelitsa Aparicio for Roma, and Olivia Coleman for The Favorite. Um, if you recall, in our episode with Roma, and I believe The Favorite, um, I believe I said that Olivia Coleman was the best performance in that movie, and I stand by that, and now I feel so affirmed. Because I think she was your pick for Best Actress. She might have been. Yeah, I think it was you You at least gave me between her and uh, Aparicio, and mm-hmm. I was like, I think probably Coleman. She had more to more to do. Okay. So I'm, I'm good at that one. That I need a, to see the favorite. Oh yeah. You got to very good movie. Uh, if you're, if you're wanting to keep yourself busy, you should see the killing of a sacred deer. Same director, I believe. Okay. Different, not a comedy at all, but no? still all right. a good movie to see. Well, it has killing and sacred. Sure. In and the deer. title and deer. And the, the, so <laughs> any movie with the is not yeah. a serious film. Um, that's right. why they didn't call it the Caddyshack. Well, that's true. That just People, sounds terrifying. They also didn't call it the Green Book. They just called it Green Book. Although everybody seems to think it is the Green Book. Like if you read on the internet, people like throw the in front of it. I don't know what that says. Probably it's nothing. So good, it requires sure. extra words to describe. That's probably it. <laughs> uh, best director. Yes. Uh, Adam McKay for Vice, which we did not see. Which we did not see. Yorgos Lanthimos for the favorite. Uh, oh come on, man. Paul Palakowski for Cold War. Spike Lee for Black Klansman, and Alfonso Cuarón for Roma. Who did win? Yeah. Very. Very stoked on that too. Yeah, me too. I was very happy with that result. It's, Roma is such an artsy movie. Like it's, um, it's fartsy. Sort some of surprising would say. that it that it did win, but I'm so glad it did because I feel like it's a it's a it's a film watcher's film. Isn't it validating when like crazy art films that you're like, oh, that was tough to sit through, but it was beautiful, and I think I loved it. Wins like best director. You're like, oh, that really was an amazing movie. It's validating for me as a cinema watcher to like have enjoyed that somewhat confusing experience and then see it win a major award. Yeah. Um, yeah. That kind of leads me into a guilty confession here. Like I haven't seen 2001, a space odyssey. Like there's, there's me some, neither. Or, or like citizen Kane, which are me like neither. famously amazing. We movies. suck. I know. Um, but like are very long and can be sort of tedious if you're not knowing what you're getting into, or even if you do know, you're still maybe not, um, 
conditioned for it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do think that like Roma was a really, really beautiful blend of, of artsy. And if you're not in the right mindset, kind of, uh, long to watch, but also if you do just sit down and appreciate watching it, very rewarding. Mm-hmm. So I, like I that. agree. Okay. Um, why don't you take us through the best picture nominations? So the best picture nominees are vice, which we have not seen. <laughs> A Star is Born, Roma, The Favorite, Bohemian Rhapsody, Black Klansman, Black Panther, and The Green Book. Perfect. I'm going to go ahead and cross out ones that I think shouldn't even be in this category. Um, I will say Bohemian Rhapsody, get out of here. Black Mm -hmm. Panther, very good movie. You don't belong in here either. Um, And that is it because I haven't seen Vice. I actually would probably go so far as to say that A Star is Born doesn't belong in here either. Okay. But it's like the fourth iteration of this movie. There's no way it's not going to be in the running. Yeah. Anyways, the winner, Johnny Summers. Green Book. Yeah. Do, so what do you think about that? Um, I was honestly surprised. I thought The Favorite had a better shot. It had kind of become the darling, it seemed, of these awards within the leak, in the week leading up to it. Um, I, I did not expect it to win, but it was satisfying to see that it won because I knew it would piss you off. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, do you, do you, for you personally, do you think it's the best movie up there? No. What what would you put before it? Uh, I think Roma was a better movie. I think it was a better movie too. Yeah, and, and I, I think you'd agree too when you see the favorite. I think you'll think that was better. Yeah, and honestly, I think Black Klansman was better. And I, it, it, I think honestly, after you know, I like if we can just put facts aside. Sure, why like, not? We're talking about racism and no, like people, yeah. If you hadn't learned what we've learned since viewing the Green Book, you know, and there there was problems with it. Sure, uh, I think. Black Klansman took on the issue of race better and probably a bit more factually, uh, historically, which I don't know to you, but like I guess that's important to some people. Yeah. So weirdos, yeah, those the wonky people <laughs> that like facts and yeah. uh, historical accuracy. So yeah, I mean, I stand by liking it. I know that there's problems with it, but it wasn't the best movie up there. Fair enough, and that's the only consolation you're going to get from me. That's good enough. I'll take that. Um, no, I, I agree though. It's definitely, I don't think by a long shot, the, the best picture or whatever. I think <laughs> like, an interest, sorry to interrupt. Yeah. I'm gonna tap into the inner Glenn Weldon. I, th- I'm going to pop culture happy hour. Yeah. One of our favorite uh, critics. hundred percent. Okay. Uh, he mentioned that this victory is going to stir a lot of questions about who is voting for these awards. Oh, I did hear that actually. That yeah. About. yeah. And that's such a good point. Cause it's like. I liked the movie. A lot of people didn't. It was the worst rated best picture winner since 1989. Damn. Fact. Look it up. I believe it. Was yep. that was that Miss Daisy by the I, chance? I don't know. Figured. That would be super ironic if it was. But it's not. Yeah. That came out in like the mid 90s. Did it? Okay. But um, so yeah, it's got to bring up questions like who are the old dudes like voting for these movies? Um, and that's something that they're probably going to have to look at. Totally. But, I don't know. I like the movie. I'll watch it again. Um, was it a perfect movie? Absolutely not. But uh, I don't know. It won Best Picture. So, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. Yeah. I, I posted something on my personal Facebook. And if we feel like uh, Good. putting it on the uh God, the you show wrote Facebook. a lot. No, I didn't write this. Okay. Um, it, was a, it, was a, it was a review of the movie um, by a black gay guy who, who took his boyfriend to watch The Green Book. Um, I, th- I don't know why I threw another, um, it's a fantastic assessment of like, what is wrong with this movie in sort of a, like a youthful, 
uh, vernacular that is like, well, the, the, I can't even think of like, you should put that on your ways to say this, put that on your Twitter and then I'll share it to the podcast. page. Okay. Or you Um, can, but there's like a really poignant paragraph that reminded me of something that I said about this. And I think you agreed. He says, uh, now this is a film about a genius composer who lived above Carnegie hall, sat on a literal throne, was queer and had John F. Kennedy on speed dial. Why is he in the backseat? Not just literally, but in an actual plot level. Why are we spending dozens of minutes with a white dude's family dynamics, his overeating competitions, his letters to his wife, when just behind him, there's an Academy Award-winning actor giving life to a character type we have never seen before? That's so true. Come on, man. Like That goes back to what I was saying about Mahershala Ali winning supporting actor when he should have been... It should have been written for him to be the main actor. And it was like, I don't... I didn't realize that. Like, I forgot how many times we had to watch him talk about eating hot dogs, not Mahershala Ali. Vigo Mortensen. Like, <laughs> give me the dude back behind him. That's so much more fascinating. Like, so much more. Give me that movie directed by Spike Lee, which is what I think I said in our episode. I'm like, I'd, oh, I'd watch the shit out of that movie. Mm-hmm. Great. Yep. Exactly. Um, so, but I'm happy that Mahershala Ali was um, acknowledged for this movie. I am too. I just liked seeing him win awards. Yeah. So, yeah. so that's, so like I was driving through the snow when this all went down. So I didn't have an actually like watched a lot of the, um, like speeches or really the vibe. I don't really know. I just know there was no host. Um, so I'm excited to go back and like watch the Oscars essentially. Okay. Um, anything else you want to mention about the Oscars? I think I'm there, man. I'm good. Okay. I have a couple things I wanted to mention before we get out of here. Number one is, uh, some of the feedback we've gotten over the past like eight days or whatever. Um, and one, if you've heard our episode on uh, bad times at the El Royale, uh, neither of us liked it. You know that at this point. Um, but I did want to mention that we got some very interesting feedback from a listener. Lauren, talking about you. Heads up. What up? How are you? Hello. Johnny doesn't know this yet. We're going to go on the fly. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm assuming she's a fan of the show. Do we know this person personally? I know Lauren personally. Right. Um, I want, I'm fairly confident in saying she's a new listener. Um, okay. Gave me a really specific rundown on um, kind of the history of film noir. Okay. Um, I don't, I'm not going to say too much about her because you don't want to put people on blast. You mean like her address? Yeah, like exactly. Where she works and stuff? That kind of yeah. thing. Um, but Hair color, blood type. It's worth pointing out that favorite like, animal. in our past conversations, Lauren and I have agreed most of the time on a lot of film stuff. Okay. Um, and I wanted to just revisit this. She gave me a really fascinating article on the stylistic elements of film noir um, it's this really long sort of scrolling picture thing of like how to spot what film noir is and, and basically why bad times was like this modern day homage to the classic style. Okay. Um, and made some very compelling points kind of made me change my mind on it. I would like to go back and watch this movie again, sort of making the arguments that you were making in the early parts of the episode. Like, um, it's, it's not about the plot. Like it's overly convoluted and whatever, but there's, there's these things that you look for, like, like lighting or, or like the, the way that the camera focuses on characters or um, like plot devices like guns or dames or like whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe we'll post this into our uh, Twitter feed or Instagram or whatever again. Um, and they ranked like on this, on this uh, article, like the most noir noirs of film of all time of like the classic time period, which is like the uh, early forties to mid fifties. Wow, that's cool. I'm like checking off all the things that apply. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought it was very good. Um, so Lauren, shout out. Thank you for writing in. Much appreciated. Thank you for telling Max that I'm right. 
I think we agreed, though. I think we're both just wrong. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll never agree to that. That's fair. Um, let's give a couple more email shout outs, shall we? Yes. I know we don't do this that often. Do you want to throw out last names too or just first names? I feel like people, I don't know. I want to make sure people know we're talking about them. Uh, what do you think? I don't know. That's kind of a good question. I'm going to say last names. I think it's fine. All right. Screw it. Amanda Tillman. Amanda Tillman, thanks for writing in. Much appreciated. Want to double check that the location you sent us. Oh, well, see, I don't want to get that specific. Nope. Okay, forget it. No, nope. thank you. For Thanks for the email <laughs> and the support and listening. Uh, yeah, and getting involved in the conversation. Um, Austin, you wrote in last week about our which re- Austin? You just set a rule. Yeah, you're gonna say last names and you're you right. can say that one. You're right, Austin Smith. Uh, the beer we drank, the Hermitage, the Citra IPA. Um, he came in with a hot take about that beer that was very parallel to ours. So we appreciate the backup and the feedback. Totally. We're have to try and find that beer new now. Exactly. Yeah, I was saying my my just he had an old batch also, and I keep telling you, drink along with us. You can get involved in the show. It's not great. that hard. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm not really proud of this, but we had another listener, Trevor Matro. Thank you for writing in. Also, I hate you. Mm-hmm. I understand that seals are furry now. Uh, and if I would, if somebody would, if Johnny would have been like they're mammals, I would have been like, oh yes, of course. Live birth. I'm pretty sure I did say they're mammals. Well, let's not dwell on this. Mm-hmm. Um, want to give a shout out to uh, Nick, Nick Land, Nick and Uh He called me a damn professional, which I'm into because why not? That makes me feel good. Yeah, and Nick is also you know hitting us with some ideas for some people we should reach out to. Yeah, I was he's that. got some good ideas, and he's contributing to the show. He's saying what he wants to hear. And he's also complimenting us. And those are two There's ways. a way to get to You know, hearts. that's really how you just stroke our egos and we consider your ideas and possibly, possibly validate them with Definitely. a response of an email. I also want to give uh, an extra shout out to the sort of PS line of Nick's email. And he said, also, how is the no podcast sign at All the Best Video? Shoot, those guys should be sponsoring you by now. So if anybody listening goes to All the Best Video in Chico. Wait, you do? I do. I don't want to promote myself though. I do that day to day. Do you though? Go in there and be like, hey guys, there's this podcast called Fresh Hop Cinema. Uh, you might be able to name drop me. They might know me depending on who's working. They and don't know you. Some of them You know think me. everyone there knows no, your no, no, no. name. Some people do though. <laughs> there's like one guy that's there's, like, yeah. you agree, you're in there and you're like, no, my name's Max. Call me Max. When I come in here, call there's, me Max. <laughs> make a big thing of it. Mm-hmm. No, there's, okay, you're right. There's one guy who definitely knows my name, Michael. What up? He's awesome. Okay. So whatever. All right. So Michael knows your name. So Everybody Michael's else. Work, and you'll know if Michael's working because he's the best. Every, he's the best. He's all the best at the best. Really? He's the best at all the best. So if anybody besides Michael's not working, you're going to have to explain who right. Max just go with is. The, just start with the podcast. There's this podcast. They always talk about you guys on their show. Just so go in there with one of Max's CDs. Go in with a podcast business card. That's what I think. We don't have any more of those. You Quit sure writing checks somewhere. to your ass can't cash. We've got some. <laughs> no, we don't. Well, I'll find them. All right. Uh, anyways, thanks for getting involved. I appreciate yes. all of you. Thanks to our regular listeners. Mm-hmm. You're the best. As Max. usual, tell them where they can find us. Yes. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Fresh Hop Cinema. You can email us like all the fun folks we just mentioned at fhccast at gmail.com. You can also rate and review us, which really, really helps other people find our show. So we meet people who are also nerdy about beer and movies like we are. It's a whole big family. If you want to support our show for as little as $1 per month, technically, you can do so by going to, f- uh, what is it called? Patreon.com slash Fresh Hop Cinema. Uh, yeah, yeah, not FHC. Yeah. Patreon.com slash Fresh Hop Cinema. Uh, a lot of fun stuff. Right, Johnny? Absolutely. Lots of great times, fun times, cool times. Yep. Until next Monday. Yep. My you, name is Max Minardi. My name's Johnny Summers. You got any gigs coming up? No. All right. So you can't find him anywhere. Leave him alone. Leave me alone. We'll, we'll see, see you next, next week. Bye, guys. Bye.
This is Fresh Hop Cinema.